This is Mouth Media Network, audio for business. I'm Celeste Hilling, founder of Skin Authority, and what I love about beauty is finding the beauty that lies within the confidence, all the radiance, and more importantly, just the perseverance we find when we love ourselves deeply from within. From New York City, you're listening to Beauty Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. So welcome, Celeste. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you, April. I'm excited to be with you. I'm April Franzino, and I'm delighted to be here with my co-host, Karen Moon. Hi, everyone. And so let's get into our conversation here. Celeste, you have such an interesting story. So give us a little bit of your background and how Skin Authority came to be and a little of your journey. Yeah, sure. Well, if you'd asked me if I'd be running a skin health company, I would 20 years ago, I would have said, are you kidding me? (laughs) I have a research and technology background. And uh, that's what sort of started me on this journey. But mostly my craft was in the software world of mobile, cellular technology, everything we're doing with smartphones today. But my job was really to translate the needs of the consumer into applications and things that would want people to use mobile technology. But along the way on that journey, as I was taking that journey, some family members of mine were diagnosed with cancer My dad and my mom both had stage four cancer. And then more importantly, some people around me that I worked with were having issues with their brain, their eyes. And I never put the link together between the exposure to digital technology like we're doing right now and thinking about when we're in front of screens, we're working with wireless, which is all I did all day. I ran a a global company with 14,000 developers worldwide, and all of us sat in front of screens all day and programmed and even though we spent a lot of time building ways to build cases around these devices to protect the battery from getting too hot and getting on fire, the parts breaking down, we never thought about the person holding the device. We never thought about what's it doing to the person who has this in their ear right now, like me (laughs) with my AirPods or holding a wireless keyboard on their lap. And as I did more and more research, really as an ambassador for my family to say, You know, how do I help them weather this storm? What do I need to know to really be a defender for their health as they go through treatment? I learned so much about vitamin D being part of the immune system, about radiation, what it does to the body. And the more that I learned, I just became a passion warrior because I felt, wow, if I'm educated and I don't know any of these things, I'm guessing the average consumer doesn't either. And I really thought, well, why aren't there skincare companies? And the reason I to mention that with D is D is a hormone that's made in the skin. And it's critical to how your immune system functions. And more importantly, it's only made in the skin and the skin has to be healthy to produce it. And it's critical to you staying well. So as I learned that journey, I thought, why, why aren't there skincare companies, you know, really focusing on this and taking what we're learning in lab about living well longer and translating that to skincare. And as I went on that journey, I really went and talked to some amazing doctors who had skincare lines and I tried to talk them into doing it. And uh, they were like, you know, consumers just aren't that into that health. And at that time, they were really more into cosmetic beauty. So 
along that journey, I just decided, well, I'm going to do it. Someone really needs to do it. But more importantly, I think I was also uniquely positioned to do it because when you talk about digital wellness, when you talk about being healthy in the environment, with my years of experience of developing all of this, I really understood what we were dealing with. And it helps you build things to protect yourself if you understand what, how the technology is built and what it's doing. But more importantly, it extended beyond digital wellness to really our whole environment, whether that's pollution and the impact it has on your making vitamin D. So, you know, I just really immersed myself in that and Skin Authority came to be. And that's really where, you know, I learned the most and really felt that my passion was there. But my research and technology background did two things. One, it's not only about great skincare technology and giving you tools to stay more well. It's all kind of meaningless if we don't have the education as consumers to understand how important it is to think about what we do daily and to protect ourselves through good daily lifestyle habits. So that's where technology and the ability to like you and I right now, you know, talking via Zoom, you know, our ability to, to have that one-on-one -on -one dialogue with consumers, what we call virtual coaching, and really be able to talk about your unique needs, your unique lifestyle, but also give you, you know, educational sound bites to hopefully help you really become passionate about making good choices for your health every single day through what you do with your skin. Wow, that is a pretty incredible story and so inspiring, you know, the connection that you made between two areas that really you wouldn't think were related and how one kind of gave birth to the other. So I'm so curious, where did you begin with starting a beauty business, you know, from that one, that's not something that, you know, was your experience before? Yeah, absolutely. This is where I always tell everyone collaboration is everything, really surrounding yourself with great people and people who know more than you do and just getting them passionate about your mission. So for me, you know, April, you said it was kind of funny how all these things came together. But at the time I was on the board of Scripps Hospital in La Jolla, and we had some amazing immunologists and oncologists that I'd gotten to know. And I really sat down with them through this journey and said, hey, you know, I'm living in these labs, all this is happening. And they were saying, we've really always wanted to do something in this space, but we're doctors or we're you know, researchers. We really don't know how to commercialize technology. And I said, well, that's something I do know how to do. So we kind of sat down and, you know, I said, treat me like I'm three years old and educate me on everything I need to know in English, you know, because they spoke this jargon I didn't understand. So it really was a almost a four-year journey between the time I resigned from my role at Compaq to starting my new business, because what I really did was really immerse myself to understand the technology, to understand how we could translate it. I was very blessed that our medical director was a doctor I knew at the time. And I, I said, you know, can we partner in your medical clinic and really start testing all of these concepts with your patients and really measuring through blood testing and all those kinds of things, are we effective? And, you know, he said right away, I'm in. And today we still work together with patients in that clinic. It's our living lab. But in that way, he believed and he trusted and he gave me that opportunity. So we formalized something called the Skin Health Program for all the patients. They enroll every year. It engages, you know, not only guiding them through their skin health journeys, but products and technology. So you know, I really created my own lab, really, 
because the benefit wasn't only seeing how do the products work, but it was really how does someone respond to this? What are their needs? And you find how unique everyone's needs are. And it really continued to push us in that role of personalization, that role of coaching to your personal needs. And then more importantly, they were very verbal, <laughs> you know, about what didn't work. And testing something in a lab is so different, you know this April firsthand, than testing it in real world climate. And so it was beautiful that we had both those experiences because what we would test in a lab in a very sterile environment would change dramatically when they went home and they're using this product with other things and they're applying it improperly. You know, all the things that really happen in the real world where you find out a lot of what you wouldn't have known in lab. So by the time we commercialize things, we've kind of already been through that market testing, if you will. And it's why it just made such a huge difference in not only how our products performed because they had been so well tested in that space, but also how consumers perceived them because they were really created by our patients in their feedback and in the ways that they gave us input about their needs. So to this day, I'm so thankful that we have that two-way dialogue with consumers that allow us to have the best marketing data because it's really their input as to what they need. So interesting. It's such a differentiated approach to skincare. I'm, I'm curious if you could walk through, if I was a client in the skin lab, like what types of things you do and how a blood test can, you can actually see progression and the whole idea about environment and air beautification. I'm just curious how that is in the lab and how it then translates commercially. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things. Uh, when I refer to the blood testing, it's because vitamin D levels are checked through a blood test, right? That's how you determine what your vitamin D level is. There's a couple of different D tests, but D25 is the most accurate. And so what we do is it's really cool, frankly, because there aren't a lot of good tests that are out there to establish whether skincare is working, right? I mean, they almost are non-existent in that way, unless you're doing something like at a DNA level or something with growth factors, for example. But what we find is that with D, we were able to do this blood test. And how we got there is that I was sharing that 97.7% of all cancer patients are vitamin D deficient. What was interesting during COVID is we found that over 97% of the people in the ICU with COVID were D deficient. It doesn't mean that D causes cancers or autoimmune conditions or COVID, but what it means is when your immune system is attacked, if you don't have D present, your immune system doesn't function the way it should. So we find that almost every chronic disease or autoimmune condition, diabetes, heart disease, you know, are all vitamin D deficient conditions. It just so happens that in skincare, the things that we're chronic with, like eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, alopecia, male pattern baldness, all of those things are vitamin D deficient conditions also because they're attacking the immune system and how it functions. So I became obsessed with why are over a billion people worldwide deficient in today's world, right? When we know so much and everyone always thought that vitamin D was a vitamin, which it's not, it's a hormone. So that means it functions very differently than a vitamin. It's also very critical to not only your immune system functioning, but your mental health as well, because things like anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, you know, when you have this hormonal imbalance, you see more of an onset. So, you know, it affects everything about your well-being. As we went in and looked at it, 
It used to be that we thought, well, people are deficient because they wear sunscreen, because the way vitamin D is made is short rays, the UVB rays, the rays that burn you actually go through the atmosphere. They hit your skin on the surface of the skin. You always, you should have some level of D naturally living in the skin. And when the UVB rays hit the D in your skin, it causes a chemical reaction that makes more D. So a lot of people just naturally thought, wow, more people wearing sunscreen, it's blocking the UVB rays and therefore people are deficient. Well, what kind of blows that to hell is one, only one out of four of us wears sunscreen on a daily basis. And if we do, it's on our face, right? It's not on the other parts of our body. That's a stat even today, unfortunately. The other part is that pigment, which was something not really researched or thought about. And still, I'm on a journey to do much more with pigment, particularly skin of color, because you don't research it much at all in skincare. But the more pigment that you have in your skin, the pigment acts like an SPF. That's why you don't burn as quickly, but it's also why you don't make D as quickly. And so when you look at our population, what we're learning is that now, unlike 20 years ago, 70% of our population is a type four, five, or six skin type, darker skin tone. And when we have children, our kids will be even darker. So it's all about that pigment slowing down the absorption of what we need to make D. It's also about the typical things of geography, like where do you live? If you live in Oregon, you know, you're not getting as much exposure as San Diego, times of the year, seasonality, all of those things come into play. And then we're living longer. And now that we know D is a hormone, what happens to our hormones as we age? They decrease. So it's like this perfect storm of, we don't have enough D in our skin to make it. We often have pigment that slows that process down. We're the indoor generation. We're spending 80% of our time indoors. So all of those things. And when mom is deficient, her baby usually is. So 71% of our newborns are vitamin D deficient. So you don't get better from negative, right? <laughs> Naturally. So that's where I really became obsessed with how do we test for D? Then how do we understand if we could trick the skin if we can put some D in the skin so that it has D when sunlight hits it, will it make more D? And that was really the beginning of the testing. When I first started the company, you know, that's what we really looked at. And lo and behold, our blood test showed we could elevate it. We're not selling it as a drug. We're not, I want to be really clear, you know, we're not coming in and selling this as a way to revive your health. But topically, when we use it, we find that it increases and increases. So our blood tests were able to substantiate that. And now you see many doctors, you see many health experts, a lot of athletes dosing topically with D because they're finding that it helps to elevate their levels, right? But for us, what we discovered cosmetically is that when we were able to get you D sufficient, 72% of your dermis is collagen, which is more than the whole Kardashian family combined. And more importantly, we also find that your skin will be relieved of a lot of the D-related conditions over time as you use it. So that really was the journey with vitamin D where air came in and air beautification is that not only do we have an assault of digital light, UV, but pollution landing on our skin is a huge, huge factor, not only in aging and the free radical damage and the inflammation that happens when these microfine, really ultra-fine particles of everything from smoke, asbestos, frankly, the biggest freaky thing is fragrance that you might be heating up in your house, like diffusers, 
are a big source of chemicals landing and going into your skin. Very toxic, very small particles. Now we're cleaning, you know, like banshees with antibacterial cleansers that are highly chemically toxic and they're going in our skin. And what we've learned, and this isn't a celestism, I can provide you amazing studies. There was an incredible compilation study done this year by the International Journal of Women Dermatology that really showed skin is the gateway for pollution into the body, directly into the bloodstream. And when we know that, and we know how that onsets many, many diseases, including skin conditions like contact dermatitis, et cetera, you know, just became aware that, gosh, you know, we're inside, the air inside is five times more polluted than the air outdoors. But the unique thing is that those particles that we need to worry about, the most dangerous ones to our overall health and well-being, which also diminish the way D is manufactured, those are super small. They're ultrafine, they're 0.1 in size. HEPA filters, which I had all over my house thinking I was protecting my whole family, are did, were designed, I did not know this, in the late 1930s, and the technology has not been revisited since then. And it is all about 0.3 microns, 0.25 to 0.3. Those are super large. That's your hair, pet dander, dirt, you know, that kind of thing. But those aren't the things that are super toxic because they're too large molecule to really go down into your skin. They can sit on top of it and make you dirty, but they don't really go in and do other things. So I realized HEPA filters that we were using like crazy, especially with COVID, weren't really designed. COVID, SARS are all 0.1 in microns. So serious viruses and those things are super small. That's why even masks aren't always super effective, depending on the kind of mask you have, because the particles are so small. But we also tested and realized those are coming through our skin into our bloodstream. So it's a big part of how contact diseases progress. So you know, I said, oh, well, there's UV, right? But we all know, I mean, half of my career in beauty is about protecting you from UV. So do I really want to blast your house 24-7 with UV light that's not healthy for your eyes, produces ozone that's dangerous for you to breathe in a small enclosed room? And more importantly, air moves. So UV might be able to kill bacteria on a steady surface where it can sit, but air moves and it doesn't stay under that UV light long enough to actually work. So all the kind of things we thought we were protecting ourselves with really don't work for us in a new world with new types of things we have to care about. So again, just like I did with vitamin D when we started Skin Authority, I was on a panel because of something we make called Skin Suit. Skin Suit is a technology that protects you. We have three patents on it, but one is it protects you from airborne particles of 0.1 size, which happen to be things like COVID and toxic particles from fragrance, et cetera. And so they asked if I would be in a test to see if that would work with COVID patients or things that were assaulting us. In that, I met these filtration experts who were working on air filtration for immune conditions, et cetera. And I just started talking to them about this issue and saying, well, why isn't anyone designing something for the home that keeps us safe in the way that you do in a bubble room for an autoimmune condition in a hospital? Why isn't this available in the home? And they said, well, you know, it's expensive. It's all these things. I go, okay, aside from all that, what keeps us from doing it? And really they said, just no one's actually realized we need to do it. So it was just like vitamin D. No one really cares about health. <laughs> I'm like, yes, they do. Let's go build it. So that was how Air Beautification by Skin Authority was born, was partnering and taking our expertise about skin health and small particles and pollution that affect skin, marrying it with air filtration experts 
and really designing something that was designed for how we live today and designed to deal with the issues we have. Because what we know is that continued exposure to highly polluted indoor environments precipitates onset of disease by 71%. That's huge. If any of us would be told you can accelerate heart disease by 71% or you can go make that go down to you know 1%, what would you choose? And But we're just not educated to know those things. So that was where the skincare coaching you talk about and what we referred is I need to marry that with the technology we bring to market so that you understand why this is a necessary part of your everyday life. And we provide you with good data, not just data we make up to promote what we built, but real third-party available science that you could research on your own if you wanted to and come back and really build things around it. So the way that coaching works is, yes, we tested in our own clinics. We tested in obviously third-party labs because you can't get patents and things and FDA approval unless you have third parties supporting data. But more importantly, over the years since we started Skin Authority, we now coach globally. So we do virtual coaching, just like we're doing right now, where a licensed professional talks to you in a two-way video format, looks at your skin, but more importantly, listens to you about your lifestyle and what you do, and then says, well, here's the things I could recommend to you that you should think about in daily routines that will make a difference. It might be air beautification. It might be vitamin D, but the key is to really put together something that works for your lifestyle. And a lot of times that might be budget, et cetera. So it is human in that it's one-to-one, but we use technology to scale it so that we can make professional guidance accessible regardless of where you live regardless of your demographic. We don't charge for that. So my goal is that everybody should have access to learn about what makes you more well. That doesn't mean you need to buy something from us, but I hope when you do, you'll think about us. But it's more important to me that we get the data out and we get people, because that's why this journey started, is just to have all of us stay well as long as we can. And as a mom, you know, I care about that because... I'm aging, but my daughter's generation has a lot of opportunity if we can start young. I mean, our kids are getting 14 hours. Our, our six-month-olds are getting 14 hours of digital light exposure every day. You didn't have that when you were six months old. And it's because whoever the caretaker is, is holding a phone in front of them or all of their tools to learn and to play are digital with screens and wireless. So that's a big part of educating us. It's not making us scared. It's saying, let's embrace the world we live in so we can thrive. That's fascinating. You don't understand. I'm totally a geek. So like, it was so interesting to hear like every piece of it. Now I'm just looking at the Defender Pro air beautification system (laughs) and it makes so much sense. You know, the skin's our largest organ, everything you're saying, but it's also so confusing because there's so much out there and like what's good for you, it's bad. It's, I could see why a personalized approach is really helpful. Well, and also I think it's just, we, you know, April's made a living doing this. It's weeding through all the claims, you know, of looking at, I mean, because what happened with COVID, right? It, particularly with air purification is that it's what happened with hand sanitizers. They just opened the gate and said, anyone who wants to make one, make one just because we need everything we can get out there because everything helps, right? Because we didn't really know what we were dealing with. So the FDA just opened the floodgates and kind of looked the other way, not in a bad way, but just said, we don't want to be the reason things are held back when people need things. But unfortunately, lots of people entered the market with 
things that really honestly don't do what they say, unfortunately. And with lots of marketing claims, you know, ionization, and we blast the pollution into a million particles and it falls onto the ground. Okay, well, who's breathing in the million particles you just blasted, right? And these are all true things. And when you do consumer reports, did all these studies to say, we can't even show this device does anything, but it's saying it's a level two medical device. So, so, you know, I think these are things where education comes in because even if we don't say a brand, what we say is ask these questions of yourself, you know, and kind of find those answers because it is unique. But to your point, we're all different and it really doesn't matter if I'm looking at you, Karen, and I'm looking at your skin and I might have an idea of what I want to recommend to you as a 20 year experience formulator. But it doesn't matter because nine times out of 10, when we talk to a consumer, our pros will tell you they're looking at someone's skin and going, oh, I can't wait to help with their hyperpigmentation. And we'll say, what's the one thing we can change for you? You'll be like, can you see this line right here? I want it. And it's not even the thing we're looking at at all, but it doesn't matter what we see. It matters what you see, because if we can fix the thing that you care about, then hopefully we can also then begin to educate you on how we address things that affect your overall skin health, you know? So it's about building a relationship really and building trust. And our goal is to have you for a lifetime. So that's why a one-time sale doesn't really matter if it's not the right thing because we won't have you long-term. Holiday programs. This week, we are buzzing about unconventional holiday programs. I'm Jessica Quick, co-founder of Buzz Beauty, and I'm joined by my business partner, Denise Dente. Hi, Denise. Welcome. Hi, Jessica. Thank you. I love the fact that we're talking about holiday programs. It's a great time to talk about them, specifically alternative holiday programs. We all know the gift with purchases and limited editions, fancy boxes, ribbons, special packaging, and those are great. But how can we do it a bit differently? This year has been a big shift in our industry in that many brands now go direct and they have a relationship with their consumers and are more in tune with their needs. Another shift is this change in consumer behavior. I've been really inspired by how many people want to acknowledge and even give gifts to important people in their lives. Not just family or friends, but people that they are around all the time in their community. It's really been a year of saying thank you to those people that we care about and those people that just make our lives better. Exactly. So let's create holiday programs that address both those shifts. Two examples that I can think of off the top of my head. One, offer a program where you buy a scrub, gift a scrub to a nurse, and then the brand can include a handwritten message. Or another example is to donate a percentage of the sale to a charity and then communicate that to the recipient. That's kind of fun because that way the person that is actually getting the gift feels loved and acknowledged and there's been some type of charitable donation done. So they get to feel good about that as well. Absolutely. And as the brand, you get the benefit of being introduced to a new consumer you may not have known about and you get to give to a charity that you care about. So I love this idea of an alternative holiday program and pioneering new ground. And let's face it, if there's ever a year to try something new, this is it. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have some ideas about unconventional holiday programs or programs in general, 
Feel free to reach out to us or connect with us on LinkedIn at Buzz Beauty. We'd love to hear from you. So I'm curious, like if you were to take myself as an example, what are the most essentials? You shared a few things that seemed both from the air filtration system to like, maybe you're not getting enough vitamin D, like for most of your clients or like me, you know, like within the city, da, 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 like what's like the most essential things that people might be missing in their normal regimen and more from the less aesthetic, but more from the skin health perspective, because there is so many tied to chronic disease and stuff like that down the line. And the good news is everything that makes you healthier makes you more beautiful. So that is always the good thing, right? Because when skin functions the way it should, guess what happened? It produces hyaluronic acid in a way that I could never bottle. It produces collagen better because those are all waterborne particles that evaporate when they hit the air. So it's great that I put collagen or hyaluronic acid or glucosamine in a product. But the truth is it, it's not going in and changing the actual hydration level of your skin at a cellular level. So but your body can do that. So the four things that I think everybody should do, and I, I really say four because I call it the beauty workout. You know, if you think about every other organ or anything else that you do in your life, if you're going to become healthy, usually there'll be four aspects people talk about, right? Good nutrition. They'll talk about you should move, whatever that movement looks like, some type of activity, right? But moving and turning over things. The third is always protecting yourself with whatever we may do, whether that's an antioxidant diet, but it might be also sunscreen, all those kinds of things. And then the last part is sort of strength training, because what we know is it's important for you to prevent injury and things as you age to really have good muscular structure. So skin is no different in that when you do all four of those things in your wellness routines, your body transforms, right? Your mind transforms. Skin is the same way. So I call it the beauty workout. Everyone should have a cardio step because skin cells and turnover really slow down. They start slowing down at puberty. So I hate when somebody says, oh, my daughter's only 15. She's not ready for a routine. I'm like, she was ready at nine or 11 when she started her period because that's when aging starts, right? So we wanted you turnover every day. That's usually for most people using either a very gentle, I say a non-resorcinol-based AHA or a retinoid of some type that helps to turn over those skin cells. For you in particular, Karen, you know, I'm not a big fan of physical scrubs because you have pigment in your skin. And so a lot of times the scrubbing or physical ablation, you can cause traumatically induced hyperpigmentation. If you cut yourself or kind of tear yourself, it'll come back as a scar, Right. So I think that's why when we look at different people, what we recommend for treatment on their face in particular, you know, are different, but everyone should have some form of turning over the cells, getting them to reproduce more quickly than they do just so you don't get buildup of dead skin cells. You don't get trapping of discolored or mutated cells that can turn into something they shouldn't be like cancer. And you reduce the way lines look and you, every time you turn over, you're getting more moisture to the surface. The other thing is what I call good antioxidant nourishment, but in particular, I continue to be, I know it's not new, but vitamin C for skin and for your immune system, for your health just continues to be a staple that everyone should have in their routine, but make sure you have a high enough level of C that it actually does something because any level of C is going to be a good antioxidant. But C also has the power to do some other really cool things in the skin. 
it's what's called a cofactor in the production of collagen. It doesn't make collagen, but if it isn't present, collagen can't be made. You know, your body gets C from what you eat, but a lot of what we eat never makes its way up to that top layer of skin just because our inner internal organs need it and absorb it so much more quickly. So topical application, I call nutrition sandwich, eat well, apply is really important of vitamin C. And I would say, you know, a 15% concentration or higher is perfect because it'll give you enough that it'll be a cofactor for the production of collagen. That's what most studies show is over at 15 or over. And then the other is that it also at that level has a little bit, about 3% UV absorption. So it's nice to wear under sunscreen. So in case that misses something, you've got a little more protection, especially if hyperpigmentation or those other signs of skin aging from sun or from your UV that we have right now. So that's important. But the other thing is environmental protection. So as you said, it's what's in the air, but also really thinking about full light protection, not just outdoor protection, but we have to think about the fact that we're sitting under six suns when we have all of our devices and wireless technology. As you can tell, I like to use analogies, but you know, it makes you remember that I wouldn't go unprotected under six rays of sunlight, right? The same way with our devices. So it's, it's a lot of marketing out there. So when we talk about blue light absorption, every antioxidant will absorb a little bit of blue light, about one to 3% but you wouldn't wear a sunscreen that's one to 3% absorbent. So it's important to look at technologies that give you that complete, a similar level of absorption that you get with sunscreen. So that 97 to 99%. So skin suit, for example, that we make protects you from all three in one step. Cause I just know it's easy to do all in one. And it also has B3. So it has some good antioxidant protection as well. So just finding that one step that protects you from indoor and outdoor environmental aggressors. So you don't undo everything that you just did, you know, in your steps and you protect it. And that'll go a long way to resolving about 80% of the signs of aging is really keeping that environmental protection at bay. And of course, reduce things like contact dermatitis and itchy skin and all those things we kind of see when we spend a lot of time indoors. Wow. That is, I feel like we have so much, you know, to think about and this advice is just incredible on how it informs the brand and all the products that you offer. So do you want to talk a little bit more about the product offering and how you, when you, the brand started, how you got it out into the world and what your strategy was in terms of distribution and that type of thing, since it is so related to science and health and it's a very unique position. Yeah. And for me, I really wanted to, when we initially started the company and even today, I'm a firm believer in professional guidance. And especially now, I feel like even more so now, because I mean, I love what you guys do because I think having voices out there that curate information and bring it to people in a way that's meaningful. But when you're letting someone touch you like a licensed professional in any of your treatments, and believe me, we work with hairdressers and nail techs and makeup artists and brow people. You know, it used to be only estheticians. Now we're, of course, physicians and med spas and all of those things and resort spas around the world. But when I started the company, you know, I didn't have hundreds of millions of dollars to advertise like a big box brand. So what I really felt was what's true to who we are and what's true to who we are is guidance. So, you know, I really wanted to have just like our relationship with the doctors we work with in our clinic, professionals 
who could truly come from a voice of education with consumers and really be, represent our brand and be the face of our brand to consumers. And so 15 years ago, you know, as we started that journey, we were so blessed to have, I mean, today, you know, we have over 18,000 Skin Authority certified skin coaches and professionals here in the United States, Canada, Mexico, overseas. And it's interesting because all of that has come through word of mouth. It's really been people telling other people that they love the brand, which to me is so authentic and it just means so much. But what was powerful is one of the weaknesses, if you would say that, of the professional channel is they're so engaged in physical treatment that a lot of times they don't have time or the resources to really follow you home and to really guide you through the other 364 days of the year that you're not seeing them and really coaching you there. So our virtual coaching, which we had from day one that we used with our patients became something we offered through all of our professionals. So it allowed us to be able to talk to you when you went home from the spa or the resort, wherever you may be. And we've always done that and delivered product and coached on behalf of our partners and revenue shared with them in the back end. Over time, of course, you know, brands like Pharmaca and other curated beauty retailers, you know, reached out and said, hey, we'd love to carry your products. We love curated beauty retail because we believe that, you know, in most cases, they're not carrying full brands or selecting SKUs that they really are passionate about. They're bringing those to their consumers. So it really fits. And they're willing to educate their staff, which really matters to us. But at the heart, we've always leveraged that professional guidance. What was so amazing is when the pandemic had hit, all of our physical treatment partners shut down at once globally. We were able to still continue. We very quickly put something together called Facial Club. Facial Club was at-home facial kits, taking the products that we use in treatment, putting it in a kit, delivering it to the home, and then letting our professionals that we were partnered with or our own pros, if they couldn't do it because maybe their kids were home, being homeschooled, whatever it might be, we then guided that consumer through the facials at home so that they could still be touched while we couldn't physically touch them. And then we revenue shared all of that with our partners who were not able to be open. It was just such an amazing, I think it really speaks to our team and to our partners that we've built that kind of relationship, but also it shows the power of a partnership and consumers still wanted to do things at home. They wanted to have that normalcy and the technology we put in place with coaching allowed us to keep that one human touch going, albeit virtually, but until people could come back like they are now. And even now, a lot of our partners are keeping the facial club things going because they can do it with people in between treatment. So we learned new things, we gathered new things, but that fire that we started 15 years ago to go through professionals has only come full circle post-pandemic. And I think everybody now understands how fragile our health can be and how important it is to have good guidance. And I think it's put professional even more front and center, maybe not in a treatment room, but in approaches like facial club. I love that. What an amazing idea for adapting and to the times. And now that now you can take that into the future, which is incredible. Oh yeah. Facial club has only grown. I mean, we started something about six months ago called all access. 
And what all access is, is it's the same program we do with our patients in our clinic, only now we've opened it to consumers. And granted, their treatments are virtual through the Facial Club treatment products, but they get three home care kits, you know, one every four months that's customized to their needs with their coaches. They get six professional treatments delivered to their home with a coach walking them through that. And then they get ongoing guidance and touches with the coaches throughout. But it's $999 a year. You can't get six professional treatments and a year's worth of home care for that anywhere, you know, and all led by your professional. So it just shows that, to your point, April, you know, it's like opened up new doors for us for new things that are so powerful. But I love that it keeps everyone engaged, the professional, the consumer. It doesn't mean that we have to exclude anyone from that process. Right, for sure. It's really amazing. I loved hearing this whole story. Have you taken a look at StoryDot yet? Every brand and every product has a story to tell. And you can't successfully sell that brand or product without telling the story. StoryDot delivers your story wherever you want it to be heard. You can meet your customers at each point in their journey, connecting the dots between your business and the consumer to enhance engagement, experience, and conversion. I encourage you to take a look at StoryDot at StoryDot.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-D-O-T.com. And now it's hitting the pan. At this point in the show, we'll learn a little bit more about you as a person, Celeste. So we're going to do a little moment of hitting the pan where we will spin our salon chair and each of us will ask you a question about you to get to know you. I love that. I love that what you call that too. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to spin the salon chair and the first question goes to Karen. So Celeste, I'm curious, I mean, you've learned so much in this process about your skin and, and health. What is something maybe through this entrepreneurial journey that you learned about yourself? Oh my gosh, I've learned so much. I think I've learned that I'm stronger than I thought I was simply because there's been a lot of hard moments along the way, because it all sounds good as a story now. But when I started it, there were so many people who said, that'll never work or You'll never get a pro to let you touch their people at home. You'll never be able, you don't know enough to formulate products. You know, I heard it all, but I realized that to everyone listening, I mean, passion and more importantly, hard work and not being arrogant, you know, really getting, rolling up your sleeves and getting in and doing it and learning along the way. There's nothing that makes up for experience, getting your hands into it and repeating it and failing and getting up and doing it again. And I think I realized that I'm more resilient than I thought. And I, I'm not afraid of falling because I know I can get up and again and again. So I feel like that's so powerful because it allows you to be free to take risks and you got to take risks to do something innovative. And I think I was sort of surprised because I've always been cautious. You can tell I'm a geek and I've always been that very analytical person. 
and taking risks and throwing caution to win, you know, <laughs> that wasn't necessarily my bag. And, um, I always did things I always knew would be successful and this, I have no clue. Will it be, you know? And so I think that it gives you a lot of encouragement to continue to try new things and to innovate. I love that. Amazing. It takes a lot of guts to do what you've done. Look where it's brought you. So that's incredible. So we're going to spin the salon chair one more time and it lands on me. So my question for you, Celeste, is obviously we've been talking a lot about the connection between health and beauty and skincare. What is your number one wellness practice or the way that you, you know, have self-care and take a moment to yourself? What do you do to kind of step back and make sure you're taken care of in the midst of having your own business and so much going on? Well, for me, it's getting outdoors. It really is. It's easy to get just locked into the one place, especially now. But, you know, I think breathing, I never understood the power of breathing. Like, I know it sounds so crazy because we do it every day and we do it all day. This is going to sound crazy, but I went to Thailand and I was at this beautiful place in Chiang Mai. There was an Ayurvedic doctor and she said, have you ever really breathed? Do you know what a real breath is? And I was like, oh, I've done, you know, meditation classes, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she just sat with me and showed me how to breathe. And I remember I had never breathed where my belly filled and my feet filled and let it out. And I didn't realize how that changes how you feel. And so every day, if I'm walking, running, doing Peloton, I sit there and I really think about my breath. I think about that and I get into that for that minute. And the amount of energy it gives me back and the way it kind of, when my mind's racing with a million things, it sort of calms me and makes me more present for the people I love, you know? And so I think that to me, every person breathing is free. You don't have to have equipment or a special place, but what it gives you back for you and just breathing to where you just breathe in and fill your whole body down to your toes and then move it from your toes back out. It just try it, but it just changes you. It's amazing. Just breathe. That is like the best takeaway. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. So at this point, um, we're going to ask if you have any final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners, Celeste. The only thing I'll share is I love what you guys are doing. And I so appreciate and thank you for not only giving me a platform to share our message, but I also think what you're doing is so important I'm, for everyone who listens. You know, I'm just so glad that you're taking time to learn and to educate and become an ambassador for your own beauty and health because it's really powerful. So thank you. Amazing. Thank you. And you can also let our listeners know how they can connect with you, whether it's on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever your website, whatever you prefer. Yeah. So skinauthority.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at skinauthority and you can follow along on my podcast at Bare Skin with Celeste. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you so much, Celeste, for being here with us today. And thank you, Karen, for being here as well. This was such a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you, April and Kim. Of course. Thank you. So check back soon for another great guest. I'm April Franzino, and this is Beauty Is Your Business. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network. 
and find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, your inside voice.